The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, congratulations. We've made it through another week of the Biden presidency. We're going to need luck, prayers, both, in addition to, to make it through the remainder of Joe Biden's bumbling, stumbling presidency. As the latest inflation numbers are out, we will discuss today here on the Bruce Hooley Show on the Answer Network, 94.5 Dayton, 98.9 Columbus. We'll talk to Representative Gary Click, Ohio House, who is one of the bold courageous people out there that we're going to talk about today in terms of how we come back from this horrendous period in American history where we have awful leadership, where we have thought shapers who have no respect for, no allegiance to uh, the things that made our country the best country in the history of the world. We're still... I believe, the best country in the history of the world, but we are not the country we used to be, and we will cease to be the country we were founded to be if we don't get back to a basis of, or at the very least, a respect for faith and the things of faith. So Gary Click is doing that. He's taking bold action. I'm sure suffering uh, the criticism for it, and I'm looking forward to talking to him. Another uh, transformative individual Jason Beardsley, Association of the U.S. Navy. He understands because he's got much of his life given to serving our country in the military. And now he is serving veterans and speaking truth in Washington, D.C., where there's very little of that. Jason will join us at 1233. But let's get to the bad news first, which will reveal how high the mountain is in front of us. The inflation number released today by the Department of Labor. Prices have risen 8.6% on average, according to the way they calculate the index, from this time a year ago. That is much, much higher than anticipated. The Biden administration, which spent us into this situation and would like to spend more to fix the situation, which is an idiotic proposal that no one who has any rudimentary knowledge of how to fix inflation shares. They were expecting inflation to hold at 8.3%. It's up to 8.6%. This is the highest inflationary number year over year in any month since December of 1981. Now, what was going on in December of 1981? Well, uh, the hit the the number one hit song in America in December of 1981, ironically, was "Let's Get Physical" by Olivia Newton-John, and we were almost one year into the presidency of Ronald Reagan. History has, before the wokesters were able to uh, change it. 
recorded Ronald Reagan as the man who brought us out of the sky-high inflation of the Carter era. But you will note that Reagan was in office almost a year, and inflation was still outrageous, which tells you that even under one of the most transformative presidents in U.S. history, the man who brought us out of the dark Carter one-term presidency that I never thought we would have uh, anyone worse than that until now. I'm absolutely convinced I was wrong about that because Joe Biden is worse than that. We're putting faith in the midterms, right? Well, the midterms aren't going to change the presidency. And even in 2024, presumably, when we get a new president, a Republican president... Reagan, a year into his presidency, because inflation is a barge that you have to turn 300, you know, you have to turn 180 degrees within the confines of the Scioto River, which is impossible, or next to it, shows you how hard this is going to be to get a handle on. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying hunker in for the long term. If you had a president who was interested in fixing inflation, if you had a president who understood that it's insanity to allow gas prices to escalate to $5 a gallon, which drives the increase in costs of food and everything else through the roof because very few goods are sold only where they are produced. They have to be transported somewhere, and that takes energy. And the dominant form of energy in America is still fossil fuel energy. If we had a president who understood that, well, then maybe there would be hope that he would reverse course on energy policy, and maybe sometime over the next year or two, things would change. But Joe Biden does not show any indication that he understands that or cares about that, nor does anyone in his administration. Here's Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, and you know she knew the numbers coming out this morning when she spoke at a think tank last night in Washington, D.C., bemoaning the fact that she can't understand why Americans aren't thrilled with how things are going in the economy right now. When you look at opinion polls and you see what households have to say It's amazing how pessimistic they are, given that we have about the strongest labor market we've had in the entire post-war period. Um, People can easily find jobs. Mm, People can easily find jobs. Well, let's go through the numbers for for Janet, okay? Uh, 8.6% inflation year over year. Rose 1% from a month earlier, topping all estimates. Shelter, food, gas, largest contributors, of course. They try to strip out, which is hilarious to me, food and energy because they're volatile. Yeah, they're also necessary. You can't strip out something that's necessary. Food and energy. Hey, you guys, we're stripping out food and energy, so... There is no inflation. Well, even when food and energy is stripped out, prices rose 0.6%. 
from May, up over a half a percent from last month, and up 6% from a year ago, with food and gas stripped out. Also way above forecast. But Janet says there are jobs everywhere. Job, 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 job. We've created all these jobs. Inflation-adjusted hourly average earnings fell 3% in May from a year earlier. The biggest drop since April 2021. Gee, who was president in April 2021? Does anybody remember? Oh, right. The idiot who was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night, bumbling and stumbling over every word that he spoke. So, yes, there are jobs. Thank you, Janet, for the job. And the wages are going down when adjusted for inflation. So it's harder to keep up. Yeah, there are very few jobs that say, hey, you know, I noticed gas jumped 20 cents a gallon today. And then the next day they call you and go, hey, what do you know? Gas jumped 40 cents a gallon. That means we're going to raise your pay. Wow, if you have a boss like that, don't violate HR protocol, but I'd suggest you kiss him or hug him. Man, that doesn't happen anywhere. Would you like to know the uh, sector cost increases over last year? Energy climbed 34.6% from last year. You say, well, gas is way up more than that. Yeah, but I'm talking about that's fuel oil, that's everything, okay? Gas up 49% from last year. Of course, Biden's been in office more than a year. It's more than doubled since he took office. Gas is $5 a gallon nationally. That's a record. Every day is a new record. Grocery up 12%, most since 1979. Electricity, 12%, most since August 06. Rent up 5%, most since 1987. A lot of most. A lot of most. Joe Biden wanted to be a transformative president. He is. He is proving himself to be the worst president in American history. And he's not even halfway through his term yet. Not even halfway through his term yet. Oh, you say, well, it's okay, Bruce. It's summertime and COVID's over and we can take a vacation. Yeah, how about that vacation? Airfares rose 12.5% in May. In May. A month ago. Since then, they went up 12.5%. Well, we're driving, Bruce. Yeah, but gas. But but maybe hotels are down. Good luck with that. Hotels are up 22% year over year. So there's nothing, nothing you can look at that is going down. Oh, wait, wait. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Common sense is going down. We'll prove that by going to the January 6th hearings. Next. Covered the inflation numbers in uh, in uh, the first segment of the show, eight point six percent. But then again, you know, I mean, it's uh, bothering you, bothering me. Um, we've been doing some uh, purchasing in excess of our far in excess of our normal purchasing, trying to get uh, a couple things buttoned up, make the house look presentable for the uh, graduation party on Sunday. And I'm dreading the arrival of the next uh, credit card bill. Uh, It will not be fun. It will not be light. Uh, But at least somebody's enjoying the whole uh, inflation 
bugaboo out there. Uh, Joe Biden seems to be enjoying it. Jimmy Kimmel seems to be enjoying it. Inflation is the is is the is the bane of our existence. Inflation is mostly in food and in gasoline at, yeah. at the pump. That's what kills you because it's well, a little billboard telling you, everyone every, how expensive but, everything but, is. If Donald Trump leaves one of those sharpies over for you, you could maybe change the price on that. Well, you know. Oh, <laughs> funny stuff. Isn't it nice to know we have a president who, while putting us through. Uh, generational pain at the pump and everywhere else. Uh, can he haul about it with uh, Jimmy Kimmel, a guy who makes millions for being uh, an inane fool on TV five nights a week? Uh, they mentioned Trump, of course. Trump has been out of office since January of 2020, but all things lead to Trump on the Democratic side of the aisle. Hence the big primetime congressional hearings last night. Uh, at which the theory was put forward that Donald Trump and his aides had a seven-part plan to overthrow the election of 2020, and that the insurrection at the Capitol was uh, the final act of an intricate scheme. Now, let's just assume for a second here that That's all true. Okay, let's just assume that's all true. The midterm elections coming up in 2022 portend a bloodbath for the Democratic Party. Joe Biden is definitely not going to have any chance of retaining the House, which means that the body of the Congress that controls the purse strings is going to be in the hands of the Republican Party. Kevin McCarthy will be the Speaker of the House, and there will be not one red cent given to Joe Biden to spend on any of his whacked initiatives. The Senate likely also will land in Republican control. We need to get J.D. Vance elected. We need to get rid of Raphael Warnock in Georgia. We need to get rid of Mark Collins in uh, Arizona. But I'm pretty confident that the Republicans will control the Senate, too. So if that's the case, and if Biden is not in any way, shape, or form positioned to get anything done in 2023 and 2024, it's set up for the Republicans to also reclaim the White House when the reign of error of Joseph Robinette Biden comes to uh, the end of its first term in the fall of 2024. Now, I presume the Democrats would like to hold on to the presidency. Biden says he's running again. If you would harbor the fantasy of retaining the White House in 2024 as a Democrat, are any of them smart enough to realize that the weakest opponent the Republicans could possibly run is Donald Trump? I don't say that to impugn Trump. I say it because, as I've said before many times, I'm a huge fan of his policies, but it is irrefutable that he awakens the enemy. He will enliven the flatline enthusiasm for Democrats among Democratic partisans. He will enliven it. He will pump air into it. He will shoot it full of adrenaline 
And the best chance the Democrats have to win in the 2024 presidential election is not against Ron DeSantis. He's got a great record to run on in Florida. It's not against Nikki Haley. How are they going to run her down? She's a woman. She's got extensive foreign policy experience from her history at the U.N., are you going to put Joe Biden or Kamala Harris on a debate stage against Christy Nome and come out winning that TV show? Good luck. You're going to outwit Tom Cotton or Josh Hawley in a debate? Don't think so. Mike Pompeo? Tanned, rested, ready, 100 pounds lighter than he was as Secretary of State? Pompeo will mop the floor with whoever you run. So I'm thinking about this, and their stated goal of these hearings, these primetime hearings, is they want everybody to see how evil Donald Trump is. And I'm not saying that they'd beat Trump. I'm saying they'd lose to Trump by fewer votes than they will lose to anyone else who has a reasonable chance of getting the Republican nomination. And they're too stupid to see it. And they are moving heaven and earth to make Trump look even worse than the facts make him look off of January the 6th. It's a hard sell that Donald Trump asked for riots at the Capitol. When he said, go down there and peacefully protest, and when one of his tweets said, ended with, go home with love in peace, remember this day forever. Liz Cheney read that tweet last night in the big hoo-ha on primetime, except she left that part off. But they're not even smart enough to delete that part of the tweet when they run it on the big screen. It's up there on the big screen. It's legible, readable, discernible, understandable. (laughs) Love and peace. Go home with love in peace. Remember this day forever. She read the first part of the tweet. Look, Trump does not need any help looking brusque and rude And you're trying to make him look worse than he is, which is, I mean, thank you. Thank you. Because every time you put a tweet on the screen and only read half of it, it's very obvious you're lying. And it's also appreciated that you're making good candidates look better.